Well, somebody say praise the Lord. I woke up this morning and felt like the Lord spoke to me and he said, Can I tell you of a city? Ah, glory. King of kings and Lord of lords, touch us today, Jesus. Bless today, O Lord. Can I tell you of a city? Ah, glory. Whose streets are of transparent gold. <laughs> with twelve gates, and each gate is of one pearl, with the names of the apostles written upon it, and each gate of the twelve gates is of one solid pearl, made out of one pearl. Ah, oh, glory, there's going to be so many beautiful things in that city that we cannot comprehend, that we cannot imagine. For I has not seen nor ear heard the good things that God has prepared for those that love Him. Ah, Lord God, Lord God, Jesus, Master. And he said, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. O Lord of heaven and earth, we see so much of the things of this world, and some of us may have nice things, and some of us don't. But one day everybody's going to have nice things. and It's not always the ones full of faith that have the nice things, and not always the ones that don't that are cast down. Sometimes we have to remember the story of the beggar that laid before the rich man's gate. And it says, and the beggar was laid before the rich man's gate. And the rich man, he fared sumptuously every day. And he prospered and things were well with him. And Lazarus, this wasn't the Lazarus he raised from the dead. This was just a beggar man named Lazarus. Just like my name's Tom. There's a lot of times when the Bible there's other men with the same names. John the Baptist, John the Apostle. I believe in the Aramaic plain English it was Johannan. It's different translations, depends on what you're reading. Speaking of which, the Aramaic plain English Bible has really been a blessing to me. I have started reading it and it just, it puts things in a different perspective. You can find it on Bible Hub, the Aramaic, Aramaic plain English Bible. And it's good. You just go to your Google Assistant if you got it and ask for the Bible Hub. And when you get to Bible Hub, you go to the Aramaic Plain English Translation. It puts things in a new light. But getting back to what we were talking about. And Lazarus was laid at the rich man's gate. And went by and he just desired to eat from the crumbs of the rich man's table, but he didn't get them. Oh, he may have threw him a bone here or there, but it said the man just grew worse and the dogs licked his sores to comfort him. Finally, the poor man died, and it says the rich man died also. And the poor man was carried into Abraham's bosom. The rich man, being in hell, lift up his eyes and saw Lazarus afar off. And, oh, glory, the apostle Paul wrote, Some have, have coveted to be rich and have erred, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Oh, Lord God, Lord God, nothing wrong with praying for your finances. Nothing wrong with asking God to bless your finances and prosper your work because you got bills to pay. But don't take it too far, my friends. We're not looking for a city here. We're looking for that city coming from on high. In the 14th chapter of John, he said, I go away to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. Ah, oh, glory, and we think that means we're going to heaven to be with him. But if you really study it out, my friends, you read Revelations and you read Peter. Peter said, the earth was melting, the fervent heat in the heavens above, and I saw a new earth. 
And in Revelations it says, I saw a new earth formed and new heavens and out of heaven a bride let down as a bride, a city let down as a bride adorned for her husband. Can I tell you of a city? Can I tell you of a Lord, of the Lord, of your Lord, Yeshua HaMasiach, Jesus the Messiah, who is returning with his reward is with him. Ah, glory, so many, they depend on grace, and grace is good. You know what grace means, don't you? Unmerited favor. That means you didn't do anything for it. But that reward's not quite the case. That reward, it says, is for the deeds done in your body, whether they be good or bad. He says, I return and my reward is with me. And he's really talking about a good thing because he's talking about the ones he's coming for, the ones that have done right. Ah, glory. Jesus told us, he said, lay not up for yourself treasures here on this earth, but lay up treasure in heaven where moth cannot corrupt and thief cannot break in and steal. Can I tell you of a city? Ah, glory, whose foundations are of pure gold, transparent glass. Ah, glory. The sun and the moon shall be ashamed. They shall not give their light anymore, for they will not be needed. But the Lord God and the Lamb shall be the light thereof. I was reading it in the, in the Aramaic Bible in plain English. John 14, chapter 14, verse 6. And Thomas asked him, he said, Lord, we don't know the way. Tell us, how do we get there? Yeshua said to him, I am the living God. It don't say it that way in the other ones. But ah, glory. In the Aramaic, plain English. He says, I am the living God. The way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to my Father but by me alone. Made it pretty plain, didn't he? You're not getting there by Buddha, my friend. You ain't getting there by Allah. You're not getting there by the other gods. You're not getting there by the Hindu gods. He said, no man comes to my father but by me alone. That's pretty, pretty singular statement right there. It don't leave a lot of room open for other things, does it? Now, the apostle Paul wrote that if a man's never heard of these things and He's some foreign country and he doesn't know anything about it. Maybe he's heard about it in some loose talk here or there, but he's not really had the opportunity to know Jesus, not really had the opportunity to know God. But from his heart, he does what's right and good. It's just for those of you who always say, well, what about people that don't know Jesus? Paul touched on that. He said, if a man didn't get a chance to know Jesus, if he didn't get a chance to know God, if he didn't get a chance to know the law, then God will judge him by his heart. God will judge him by what he does, if he does good or if he does bad, because it's a judgment, my friend. God is righteous, and the judgment is righteous. Ah, glory, King of kings and Lord of lords, touch us now, mighty God of Israel. Ah, Lord, he does nothing wrong. God does not do wrong. He does righteously and righteously only. The thing that separates you from God is God cannot make a mistake. God is perfect. He is always just. He is always good. Even if he brings judgment and evil upon a nation, it is still just and good because he gave them every opportunity to change and repent. And if he brings judgment upon you, my friend, he gave you every opportunity to repent. He gave you every opportunity to change. It's not his will that any perish, but that all come to repentance and eternal life. 
I always hear the unconditional love of God. But every promise I ever hear of God always has that one condition, that you repent. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So if all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, then all have to repent, my friend. The good man, the bad man, the respectable man, the honorable man, the drunk in the street. You see, that's where sometimes it's easier for that drunk in the street because he knows he's a sinner. That drunk that's crying on your shoulder all the time and crying about all his sins, at least he knows he's a sinner. The problem you have is the good man, the one who does right and has done right most of his life and doesn't really see the need for repentance, doesn't really see where he's done anything wrong. And yet every man at one place in his life, it may not be that you have to continually repent. Maybe you don't do bad things every day. But at one point in your life, you're going to have to come to that altar of repentance. It don't necessarily have to be in a church. It don't have to be a physical altar, but somehow the altar of your heart Somewhere, somehow, you've got to meet God, and you've got to confess your sins before Him, not others. You don't have to tell everybody everything you've done. But you do have to open your heart to Him and confess yourself to Him, that He might forgive you and grant you repentance. For He is a King. He is the King. And yes, repentance has to be granted, my friend. You don't take it. It is granted to you from the Most High. And if it's not granted to you, then you are still dead in your sins. Ah, glory. For except you abide in the Lamb, and the Lamb abide in you, you have no hope, and your sins are still remain. Ah, glory. King of kings and Lord of lords, touch us today, Jesus. That's just the way it is. There is but one salvation, and that is Yeshua HaMasiach, Jesus Messiah, King of kings and Lord of lords. You might do well to learn that name, Yeshua, because he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it for you. Well, the name he was given was Yeshua. Jesus is a translation. I believe Jesus is good. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't believe that God dishonors the name of Jesus. I don't believe that God doesn't accept the name of Jesus. But if you really want to get close to him and you really want to ask something in his name, well, he said, if you ask in my name, I was reading that in the Aramaic again, the Aramaic plain English Bible, John 14 and 15. And if you will ask me in my name, if you, and it says it kind of plain there, don't it? And if you will ask me in my name, I shall do this. If you love me, keep my commandments. And what was his commandment? John kind of beats around the bush and finally he tells you. And this is his commandment, that we love one another. Ah, oh, glory, and this is that commandment that you have heard from the beginning, that we love one another. Love worketh no ill, Paul said. Love is the fulfilling of the law. Ah, oh, glory, love one another. Don't increase hate, my friend. Don't spread this hateful speech and these things and talk about the people that hate each other and always spreading all this hate. My friends, spread the word of God. Spread the love of God. Ignore these people that speak hate and ignore these people that speak ill of one another and of the races. And ignore them, Lord. Ignore them. Just go on about your way. You're not going to change them. Only God can change them. You can speak truth to them. 
You can tell them what's right, but spreading this stuff on the internet and in our lives and all this hate messages, it just don't do anything but increase the hate. You've got to increase the love. Spread goodwill. Spread love. Stamp out evil by overcome evil with our good God. Overcome evil with good, the Bible says. Spread love. Speak love. Spread truth. Speak truth. Don't spread hate. Don't talk about how one called this one that and called that one the other and, and tell everybody. And, and we know there's people out there that hate each other. We know there's a lot of people out there that hate the races. And blacks, there's blacks that hate whites. There's whites that hate blacks. There's browns that hate blacks. The Mexicans don't really care for the black people. And a lot of white people don't care for anybody but white people. And a lot of black people don't care for anybody but black people. The Indians, I don't think they like much of nobody but themselves. They've got a reason to. We came in and dang near destroyed their whole race. I say we as in the European white. It's a bad thing. But that's what they did. They didn't come over here and come in and join with the red man. They destroyed the red man. It's sad what was done to the black man. But the red man was dang near killed completely. There's hardly none of them left. And what few there's left, most of them were bred in with the white man. Oh, Lord God, Lord God. There's been some shameful things done through history. But my friend, spreading this hate, harboring this hate, keeping it in our hearts, it's not going to get us to heaven. Remember the seventh chapter of Revelations. He said, and I saw men from every walk of life, from every nation of every kindred of every tongue, standing before the Lamb and praising the Lamb and speaking the word of God, praising the Lamb for His goodness, praising the Lamb because He's King of kings and Lord of lords, and salvation was given to them. And I said, sir, who are these? And he said, he said you know, ah, glory. These are they. Actually, it was the other way around. The angel asked John, he said, who are these? And I said, sir, you know. And he said, these are they that came out of great tribulation. <laughs> these are they that have their, their gowns washed in the blood of the Lamb. <laughs> How do you wash something in blood and it comes out white? Ah, <laughs> oh, glory, when you wash it in the blood of the Lamb. Jesus, Master, King of kings and Lord of lords, touch us today, Jesus. Can I tell you about a city? We're not going to be in this unrighteous place no more. There's going to come a day when the righteousness of God shall dwell upon, among men upon this earth. Ah, glory. The 14th chapter of John, he says, I, I let not your hearts be troubled. I go away to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there you may be also. And then we see in Revelations, he says, And I, John, beheld new Jerusalem, let down out of heaven as a bride adorned for her husband. I read the footnotes, and I think it said that the city was 14,000 miles wide and long. city said four square, some 200 feet high, I think it was, longer, higher, something like that. You know how long it takes to travel 14,000 miles? <laughs> Sounds like there's going to be a lot of us there. Sounds like he's got a lot of children. It don't sound like it's just going to be two or three. 
It don't sound like the only one going to make it's me. It don't sound like the only one's going to make it's you. But it sounds like we have many brethren, many children that call on the name of the Lord God. Ah, oh, Lord God, Lord God, King of kings and Lord of lords. You know, Jesus didn't just start 2,000 years ago. He said, return me, Father, to the glory that I knew with you before the world was. There's always been Yeshua. There's always been Jesus. Ah, glory. I just love the way the Aramaic in plain English says John 14, chapter 14, verse 6. And Yeshua said to him, he was talking to Thomas. He said, I am the living God. Ah, glory. That's pretty plain. Anytime somebody said, I am, they were talking about they were God. He says, I am the living God. Now that puts it pretty plain. And Yeshua said to him, just Jesus, my friend, I am the living God, the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to my Father but by me alone. You can't get much plainer than that. Tell that to the Buddha. Tell that to the, to the Allah. And tell that to the, to the Hindu. Because they need to hear it. He says, I am the living God. No man comes to me. No man comes to my Father but by me alone. Ah, oh, Lord God, Lord God. And then John 14, chapter 14, 14 and 15 verse says, And if you will ask me in my name, I shall do this for you. And if you keep my commandments, if you love me, keep my commandments. And then in Revelations 21 and 27, it says, Nothing impure will enter that city, nor anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful. No, my friend, that's what I'm trying to tell you now. Grace is for what you can't help. Grace is for when you mess up a little bit. Grace is for when you do things that you, you're sorry for. You didn't mean to. You don't want to, but you're just weak. But grace doesn't cover willful sin, my friends. Grace doesn't cover the wretchedness of your heart if you refuse to change and repent. Now, grace is for stuff that you're doing your best and you're trying hard, but you just can't seem to quite get it right. That's grace, my friend. But there's coming a day when you're going to be strengthened. There's coming a day when you're going to stand strong, when you're going to be like the angels. I've heard people say that the angels desire to look into our salvation. My friend, just to clarify, they're talking about the fallen angels. They're talking about the ones that are kept in the chains of darkness till the judgment of the great day. Not talking about Michael and the good angels. They already have our salvation. Jesus said that you will be made like the angels. Ah, glory. And there's coming a day we'll be made strong. There will never be a time that comes that you don't have to choose to do what is right. Remember Lot's wife. Remember the fallen angels. Remember those that left heaven. Remember those that sided with the great dragon that tried to take over heaven and tried to take over the throne of God in unrighteousness. You will always have to choose to do what is right, my friend. Might as well make that up in your mind right now. But you won't have to do it alone or without help because God will strengthen you and stand you strong. And when you come out of this body of a servant, and you become a real servant like the angels when you become a strong and a righteous one. And you can stand strong like that angel that came and talked to John the Revelator. Ah, glory, thus saith the Amen. Ah, glory, whose feet are like fine brass. 
Ah, glory, whose eyes are like a flame of fire. Ah, glory, King of kings and Lord of lords, touch us today, Jesus. Bless today, O Lord, Yeshua, my Lord. King of kings and Lord of lords, touch us today, Jesus. Touch us today, Lord, Yeshua. King of kings and Lord of lords, who is like unto thee, O Lord, who is like unto thee, O Lord. Gracious God of power and might, King of kings and Lord of lords, I know not any like you, Lord. Blessed Redeemer. Revelations 21 and 27, nothing impure will enter it, nor anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful. Only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Ah, glory, the Lamb's book of life, written from the foundation of the world. Ah, glory, for he knew from the foundation of the world the choices you would make. He told Jeremiah, I knew you before I put you in the womb. Ah, glory, which is just one little more note there. If God put him in the womb, then God knew him from the time and point of conception and knew him from before. So how is abortion okay? A child in the womb is not a part of the mother. She is the host, the carrier. She is the mother. She's carrying that baby. When it comes out of her body, it becomes, we see it in physical and we understand it. But when it's in her womb, it's still a separate life. There's two lives there. She is nourishing and harboring a life. She is holding a life in her belly. It's not her life. It is the child's life. And she is the mother to protect it. The child has no control over these things. But the mother is its protector. Now if your protector slay you, what hope have you? Ah, oh, Lord God, and no murderer shall enter therein. And if you've ever done any of these things, beg God's forgiveness. And throw yourself on the mercy of the court. For he is righteous. And if you repent even of this, you will receive it. Ah, oh, Lord God, Lord God, King of kings and Lord of lords. Revelations 21 and 27. Nothing impure will enter it, nor anyone who does what is shameful or deceitful. But the glory of the nations shall come into it. You do realize that there's going to be a kingdom. Ah, glory. And only those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. We're going to close there. And we're going to look for that kingdom and have hope in it. For my friends, there's a better day coming. A day in which you won't have to hope anymore. Your hopes will be realized. A day in which glory, joy, everlasting and evermore. And no more trouble. For Satan will be cast away and death, hell and the grave will be cast away. And pain will be no more. There will be a tree in the midst of the city for the healing of the nations. Ah, Lord God, Lord God, and the Lord God and the Lamb shall be the light and the life thereof. Blessed Redeemer, King of kings and Lord of lords, touch us now, Jesus. Bless now, Lord, my friends. May the love of God fill your hearts and ever keep your eyes set upon him. And look for that city. Have hope for the day of redemption. The Apostle Paul wrote, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall be changed. Ah, glory.
Jesus said, For the Son of Man shall be as a lightning bolt from the east of the west, and every eye shall behold him. We're going to close, my friends. The Lord bless you, keep you, and the love of God always fill your hearts and be with you. Lord bless.